Hey everyone, welcome back to Faith Inspiring Transform with Simo. I am your host, Simo Rodriguez. My voice sounds a little funny right now. <laughs> I am getting over being sick. Um, I had some congestion and all that loveliness with the change of this weather. Um, so yeah, that's why it sounds a little bit different, but that ain't gonna stop me from recording and getting this next podcast out to you guys. And we are going to jump right in. So today's episode is called Do Not Make It a Job. Don't make it a job. And I'm sure you're wondering what the heck I'm talking about, but don't worry, we're going to get into it. So of course, let's open it up with scripture. We are going to be looking at James 1, 3 um, in the Amplified Version. It says, be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance, leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. So we know God will put us through things, right? Put us through things, right? And the expectation is for us to have faith in him and faith is an action. So it's something that we, that we need to do, right? Something that we need to just trust and believe and allow him to do whatever it is that he's doing. So he can move in our lives. So no matter what it is. Um, And what that does is, you know, especially as a baby Christian, it's really, really hard. It's really hard to do that and allow him to work in us, to work in us. However, as we continue to grow, it produces that endurance, that spiritual endurance, that spiritual maturity and that inner peace, because we get to a point where we're not worried. Is he really going to come through? Is he really going to do this? Is he really going to do that? We're already going to be um, praising his name because we know that he already claimed the victory. And this is in everything that we do, right? This can be in our finances. It can be in our physical health, mental, spiritual, emotional. It can be in the lives of somebody that we're praying for. It can be in our work. It can be in whatever we're trying to build as um, an entrepreneur. It can be <clears throat> even through our schooling. I mean, it can be through so many things. Um, and it's just, it's interesting. So last, uh, last, uh, episode I talked about how DF fit came to mind. And, you know, I mentioned that I have scriptures that tie to, um, my, my, the, the logo, my name and stuff. And as you guys know, I have the acronym, um, FIT, which is faith inspired transform, which is the name of this, um, podcast and this scripture in particular, James one through three, is the scripture that ties to the F, which stands for faith. So I just wanted to share that little tidbit, and it's really important because, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm so sorry. Um, as you guys know, I am a certified personal trainer, um, you know, self empowerment coach, and all that wonderful stuff. And one of the things that we tend to do in you know, our fitness or our journey to become healthier and stronger is we make it like a job, which makes it unenjoyable. So, and that's not saying that our jobs cannot be enjoyable because there are so many people who are blessed to have a job that is exactly what they want to do. And it's fun and it's, and it's awesome. And it's not viewed as what the world makes it seem as, you know, just a simple nine to five that none of us like and are just waiting to get out of, right? Um, so what I say is don't make it like a job and say, you know, we're looking at fitness is that 
you know, one of the things that I speak about a lot on anybody's journey is making sure that you find what works for you. So we're in this this mode where we want to be like the world. We want to lose weight like the world. So if, um, you know, uh, Sandra is doing some type of program and she went from, you know, say 180 to 160 in, you know, a couple of weeks and stuff, then we're like, ooh, I want to do what she's doing. And um, it may not be something that we actually like. <laughs> You know, she could be doing a specific um, diet program that she has the capability of maintaining the strictness and things with it and doesn't mind it and could possibly be mindful of the negative effects it can be on that it could have on her body. Whereas, you know, here comes, um, you know, Rebecca, who is like, oh, I'm going to do that because I need to lose this weight real quick and stuff. And she struggles to maintain. She struggles to to follow whatever strict diet plan that, um, whatever name I said, I can't even remember. Oh, Sandra, that Sandra's following and stuff. So it becomes like a job. And when I say it becomes like a job, I'm saying in the sense of how the world looks at it, a job that is not fun, a job that we don't look forward to, a job that we can't wait for it to be over. So we're starting this journey or we're picking back up in this journey in ways that are technically extreme for us as an individual and we hate it. We hate it. So now we associate exercise and getting healthy as a negative thing, you know, and we get in this mentality, "Ah, I hate working out because it's so hard. It takes up so much time and I hate how it makes me feel. It's not fun and I just feel like it's too much work. I can't get up early. Like, you know, I get home from work and I'm tired and I just don't have the energy to do it. And I hate the food. I feel like I'm not eating anything and I can't even have a cookie without feeling like, um, you know, um, you know, just making myself fail and all this stuff. Like we do not want that. We don't want that. That's why I really, really say you have to truly find what works for you because when you go into any new journey, any new journey, you have to look at what your ultimate goal is and almost, you know, work backwards. How can I get to that goal in a way that will work for me and my lifestyle, me and my lifestyle, not Sandra's. I don't have the same lifestyle as her. I don't even have the same metabolism as her. <laughs> what can I do that will make sh- that will help me to make sure this works for me and it doesn't make me feel like I can't do it and it doesn't make me feel like I'm going to fail at it? What can I do? How can I start out? What is something fun that I could do? What is a favorite meal of mine that I could tweak just a little bit to kind of work towards getting it more healthier or more filling to a point that it's actually fueling my body versus giving me empty calories, you know? So that, that that's what we really have to look at. And yeah, that honestly, it could be hard too. And I'll be honest, it could feel like work a little bit. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
You are making the choice. You are making the decision to determine how can I make this work for me? Not just following somebody else's plan. How can I make this work for me? So when you have your eye on that prize, and yes, it's a prize. No, I don't even want to say it's a prize because I don't want to look at it that way either. This is something that is is to lift us up and build us up and not to be looking, not to be looked at necessarily as a prize. Like I just, that just sounds silly. Um, but you're giving yourself the opportunity to determine what's going to work best for you which might take a little bit of work. However, the end result gives you what you desire. It builds consistency. It builds endurance. It builds confidence. It builds the things that you wouldn't get following something else that isn't for you. Okay. And this applies to any part of your life. I am a entrepreneur. I am a, you know, a business owner. And I didn't know what the heck I was doing. (laughs) I just knew that I wanted to have my own um, fitness type business. I knew that I wanted an apparel brand. So what I did, instead of just trying to attack it like I knew what I was doing, I started to, you know, do searches and get in connection with people who have done this, get their feedback. What should I do? What did they do? And stuff like that, you know? Um, and understanding how they got to where that they where they did, <clears throat> and it was really really great information. However, I knew for me it was different. I had one friend in particular who who has their fitness business and stuff like that, but they're they they are um, a stay at home mom, and their her kids are older. So it you know we're not talking like toddlers and anything like that. We're talking about older kids who can who are able to fend for themselves. You know she doesn't have to spend her entire day catering to them or anything like that. And plus they're in school, so that gave her. Uh, and this doesn't apply to everybody. So people be wanting to come at people over silly stuff. Don't be trying to miss um un- or don't be trying to put words in my mouth. Or trying to say that I'm saying this applies to every stay-at-home mom because it absolutely does not. I am talking about one particular stay-at-home mom because I know her day and her life. So, disclaimer there. Just have to do it. It's sad that I have to, but I had to do it. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, so for her building her fitness business, she had a lot more time able um, that she, oh, goodness she had a lot more time to invest in what it was that she wanted to do and how she wanted to build it. Um, she had more time to be able to take, you know, training classes and conferences and stuff like that. And my time was a little bit different because, you know, I work a nine to five every single day. So I, I've, I have time. I just didn't have the same amount of time she did. So what I had to do was look at the things that I know would benefit me and help me to grow my business and how can I apply that to the time that I have available? What is going to work best for me and give me my best return as far as knowledge and um, encouragement to move into the position that I wanted to do? So if I wanted to try to do everything she was doing, I would have been like, nope, I quit. I'm done. This is too much. I can't do it because it wasn't for me to follow what she did exactly. What I had to do was sit down and truly think about 
what was going to work best for me. And I know I've talked about this before. And like I told y'all, these are some of these are going to be repetitive conversation because guess what? I didn't have anybody doing this for me. I didn't have anybody having these repetitive conversations with me to instill the information in my head. I didn't have anybody having these repetitive conversations, but in different areas of life to help instill this in my head. And if you really, really, really pay attention and and soak it in, take notes or do whatever it is that you need to do, these things will stick. It will stick. And then you're going to think you forgot about it. And, you know, a couple weeks, couple months, couple years down the road, you're going to be working on something and you're going to remember, oh, snap, let me go back to this podcast that I heard from Sister Simo and um, see if I'm remembering correctly because she spoke about this and she gave some really good tips and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, so it, I really, really had to, to, um, set myself to, I really had to think about how I was going to set myself up for success, you know, and it can be stressful sometimes and frustrating trying to figure out how you're going to do all this stuff while being, you know, working a nine to five, trying to build a business, trying to do things for your kids and your spouse. And then, you know, we do so much at our church, like it can be very, very overwhelming. And let me tell you, there is a select few who knows what my day-to-day is like, okay? A select few who knows what my day-to-day is like, Manny's day-to-day, even Elijah's day-to-day. We have so many people who, who you know, used to be a part of our lives on a consistent basis who aren't anymore, but have no clue how busy we are these days. And they have these expectations for us to just be able to, um, you know, do whatever. And that's not the case. And that's something else you guys got to think about too, and be prepared for, because you're only going to have a select few that you're going to want to be able to share what you're doing with. Sometimes you won't share with anybody and you just have to be mindful of that too, because it can directly impact what you're trying to do that works for you. Remember the devil comes to steal, kill and destroy. So he will put people in front of you that will try to distract you and keep you from moving in the position you're trying to put yourself in. So if you're trying to organize your time so you can study here or so you can take um, a training here or there, and then here comes Lily who wants to get you to go, you know, hang out and get some drinks or something like that. Like, you know, yes, it's good to hang out with friends or family and do those things and stuff, but you really got to pay attention to, is this going to serve me right now? Because sometimes God will put you in a position of separation. He will put you in a position of separation so you can do what it is that you're trying to do. I saw a post the other day that I shared from somebody. I can't remember the exact words, but sometimes it said, or it said, sometimes sacrificing fun is worth what God has you doing and what the outcome is going to be. Basically, I probably jacked that all up. (laughs) But it's really, really true. So again, don't make it a job. (laughs) Don't make it a job. Really think about what you're doing and what you're trying. And, you know, I I almost feel like there's going to be somebody who's saying I'm contradicting myself. But if you're paying attention and you're moving in the spirit, then you will absolutely understand what I say. Don't make it a job. Will it sometimes feel that way? 
Yes, it will. There's things that are out of your control. However, the things that are in your control are what I'm talking about. And when I say in your control, I mean, we make the choice as to whether or not what we are trying to do is hard, period. (laughs) It is up to us. We know what we need. We know what will work better. Sometimes we let our flesh conquer that. We let our flesh do what feels better, tastes better, looks better, sounds better. And then the result, it was temporary. It was instant gratification that went away fast. Instant gratification that just disappeared. And I don't know about y'all, but I ain't with that. I'm looking for long-term growth, long-term results, long-term um results. Did I say that? I probably did because look, look y'all. <laughs> long-term period. Long-term period. I'm not looking for something that's just going to be short-lived. The only way I'm going to take something that's short-lived is if God tells me, "Hey, I need you to do this temporarily. This is a temporary assignment. I will let you know when you're done and when you move on to the next." So, for reals, y'all. That's what I'm talking about. That's where I'm at with this. Don't make it a job. Don't make it feel like a job. Do your due diligence. It can take time. It could be quick. It really depends on the posture of your heart, the posture of your mindset, and whether or not you're letting God move through you, whether or not you're listening to him for his direction. Because guess what? Even on my walk, sometimes I still move in my flesh and God has to correct me, which is okay because I allow him to. I'm I'm trying to grow. I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to be taught. I'm willing to be molded in everything. And there's a lot of people who aren't willing for that, who are not willing. And it's so important that you allow him to do his thing. It's so important that you pay attention to what is truly for you and what truly is not. And like that scripture says, I believe it's uh it's um Philippians 4:13 I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And let me tell y'all, y'all know that sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's really hard and sometimes you want to give up. But that is when you press into him, capital H into God, the God of all gods, the God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. That's when you press in and he will give you the strength and spiritual endurance to do what it is that you need to do. Period. This is for somebody in particular. I don't know who or why God chose it, but this is for somebody in particular. And it could be a couple of somebodies. I don't know. I don't know. But this message was meant for a reason. This podcast was created for a reason. It actually, I had a different idea of what I was going to do for this episode, but it got changed up. And um, hopefully um, next episode will be what it was that I was thinking about. But yeah, so listen, my friends, really think about the things that you want to do, the people that you are around, the people who are truly for you and the people who are against you. Sometimes it's the people you thought were, you know, the ones you love the most, the ones you thought would always be there, the ones who growing up based on the world are supposed to be there. Sometimes they're not, and that's okay. 
And maybe they will be at another time. But if people are not in the same place as you are, and they are not growing like you are, you need to just go on ahead and step back and focus on what God has for you. And know that there is absolutely nothing wrong with it. Until next time, my friends, talk to you soon. Stay blessed.